0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's another time. Just do your intro. Just do your intro. (laughs) I was going to be witty. You can't. Just do the intro. I was going to do another one of those witty long ones. You know where I've gone for ages and you get annoyed. (sighs) You're not going to do that, yeah? I'm not going to do that. Okay, so you're not going to interrupt me? No. Unless this counts as interrupting. It does. Does it? But you you haven't started anything yet. You were looking at my face. You could see me inhale. You're looking at my lips. I'm always looking at your lips, your lovely, lovely lips, like two hot sausages in a nest of face hair that I just want to stick my lovely tongue on and go. Oh, blah, God, blah, blah, this is already blah, blah. okay. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Right then. Oh, no, that's way too loud. Oh, fuck. Look, that's way too loud. If you're gonna do it, okay. Sorry. Almost fifty episodes, and you have no <laughs> mic technique. Go on. Here you go. No Ooh, interruptions I- at all from me today, as promised all right everybody how are you doing Uh, is that too loud it was shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem with that one Right. right this one's all the gravy Hello, everybody! My name's Eli Silverman, and who else is in the house of pickles with me today? It's none other than, you know, you guessed it, oh, I like it, it's Paul Gannon! Ooh, 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 ooh. In the house, in the house, that, in the house, that. in the house. We're on fleek for cheap, ladies and gentlemen. On fleek for cheap. I don't know if 40 year old men can say that. Don't limit your identity, Paul. It's fluid. You mean I have word salad? <laughs> No, your identity is fluid. Oh, you I half see have word you mean. salad. Because you thought you were talking about my speech. No, your identity. you always take the piss out of and, you know, makes me inside quite hurt and self-conscious about my language skills. Well, I sh- agree that maybe should I be. should think before I speak a lot more. You just seem to have, be able to just draw a word from nowhere. It just arrives and it has no use. Helipad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyway, hello. Welcome to Cheap Show. This is episode 49. We're one away. Is it really? Yeah. I knew you were going to give me a look when I mentioned the nine, because we're going to do a House of Pickles, which counts as 48 beforehand. Episode 49, everybody. Oh, it's very exciting, because we're nearly at 50. Ah, and what's going to happen on the 50th episode? Well, I think our plans are to do a real-time episode of cheap show, So we'll record it in real time, no edits, and the idea is we'll give ourselves 10 minutes per classic segment of the show, and we'll try and do as many segments as we can in an hour. And are we going to try and fit in every single segment that we possibly can? I think the plan is to do a Top 3 Life Hacks, we're going to do a Cheap Eats, we're going to do... Top uh, 3 Life Hacks? You mean you combine them both? Oh, top 3 Life Hacks? Oh, I'm going to fucking eat your dick off. Just <laughs> I'm, <going to> just, <laughs> I'm just going to grab it. I go Right, that... But I'm going to put, put the balls and the cock in my mouth so I've got a nice tight seal around All your, I'm saying... your genitals. And then I'm going to, in one, swift jaw movement, bite your cock and balls off. And then... Well, that'll save me money. For what? Ball removal. And dating and sex lives. And anything. You never have to change. That could be a life hack. Yeah. Cut it. your knob off. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you make more sensible decisions. Yeah. yeah. Would it be, uh... Affected by libido at yeah. all. Anyway, we're doing all the other stuff. All the stuff you can think of. We're going to do Don't Get Mad. We'll do that. as a Don't Get Mad. Cheap Eats. Price of Shite. Life Hacks. Vinyl... Eli's Top Ten. Vinyl Platter. Um, something else. Tales from the Dance Floor. It wouldn't be the same without that, Paul. Well, yeah, because we can just spare two minutes you tell the same story again. Why not waste two minutes on that story? Me, casa, uh, Sue, uh, casa. I was I just go, Kass out to me. out <laughs> to me. I think... I have to goal. Go, just show me your phone. (laughs) Paul, I think we need a ban on you doing the Eli voice. Or at least once per episode. We apparently need a ban on me using the soundboard on my phone. A lot of complaints about that. Yeah. It's shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thank Uh, you. I would like to take this time to say I took on the feedback from our listening public. And I have decided to... Go along with what they say, which Which means I am fucking disgusted with our listening audience. How dare you tell me how to run this show? How dare you? You. What? And your little fans. I know you're getting them out there. (laughs) I know you're getting them out there. Your little Eli Arby. You're all like, I don't don't treat. And then you're tweeting stuff (laughs) like... You're doing the voice again, Paul. Yeah. In one segment, we're allowed to use it in that segment as much as possible. So, hello, Twitter fans. Girls, I'm stalking online. (laughs) (laughs) I, now I take exception to that, Paul. <laughs> I do not stalk. Why don't you go tell Paul fuck off on Twitter? Go on, go on. I haven't been only. doing that. I you a noodle. You give st- people hating I, you all by yourself, Paul. I know your a noodle story.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, people love noodles, all right. It's what it's a fact of cheap show. You're going to have to fucking accept and live with my friend. Okay, just accept it. I do accept it. All it right, make me happy. It's Noodle Time. Noodle all Time. All the time. Well, maybe you should do your own spin-off podcast called Eli's Noodle Time. Don't fucking tempt me. You won't, though, because you're no, bone idle. No, I won't. You won't, will you? I, no. Could you, could you do it for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, thank you to everyone who's been giving to us on Patreon. Uh, oh, yeah. Everything's being sent out. We missed the So, a Paul, hangout. Paul, I've had this. Yeah. I've got an idea. For that. Patreon. Yeah. Go on. Because they're so nice. What the people who give? They're so lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, right. Ladies and gentlemen, where do you think this is going? I was, where do you think? Was, Let's find out. I was thinking, right. Yeah. Go, go around there. Who? So, anyone. Who's donated what? Well, A dollar? Ten dollars? Randomly. Random. He's going to go. Just select randomly. one. Randomly. Those lovely people. Yeah. Boy or girl? Find out where, where they live. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Find out where they live. Yeah. yeah. Go up.
1: Knock what, on their door. What,
0: watch them. No, not knock on their door. Then they'd know I was there, Paul. All right. I go up. I see if there's a good vantage point, you know, like a window, ground, yeah. ground floor window. Mm-hmm. Get my beard. Yeah. All oiled up. <laughs> oh, all God. greased. I'm scared. I and mean, I've got a bit with of a lard, job on. With lard. Yeah. And then I go and I nuzzle, make a nuzzle mark. Well, wait till they leave. On the leave. door? I wait till they leave. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at them while they're asleep. Yeah. And leave a nuzzle mark. Where? Just to show my gratitude on their window. Right. To show my... Deep, deep gratitude. <laughs> I'll nuzzle the window. Right. Thank you, patrons on Patreon. You'll be getting a visit from me, but you won't know I'm there. The nuzzle man is coming. The nuzzle man is coming. Then I'll get... I'll have yeah. some kind of... If they do see me. Yeah. yeah. If they do see me. Daddy, got, daddy, there's an Eli well, at the window. I d- hopefully there won't be any kids. Cause, All right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, oh, Yeah. Get my little ferret. It's a baby ferret. Baby ferret. Well, it's just it's a. It's got a name. No, he's the ferret. Right. Okay. And then I give it nugs. Nugs. If they're watching me, I, I sort of abuse the ferret. But yeah, don't worry. <laughs> the ferret, no, the ferret's safe. Right. Yeah, he's safe. But it looks like I'm giving it a bit of S and M. Look at me, uh the ferret. <laughs> right. Something like that, Paul. I was thinking. Yeah. Okay, that's not at all true. Sort of, I don't know what tier you'd like to make that. I think that should be a $50 tier. Okay. That way. Um, but you can't let them know. No. Because that's the whole point. The, the nozzle man, he cometh. Yeah, all over your windows. None. You dirty little <laughs> monkey. With your little It's a ferret, not a monkey. I just think the ferret's a step too far. I think if. Well, tell out, tell the ferret that. I think, here's what you should do. If someone sees you. When you're doing your whole Nuzzle Man thing. You just Nuzzle kn- man. Yeah. You knock you knock on the window. And you beckon them towards you, right? And then they get the ferret out. No, ignore the ferret. The ferret is not part of this. I give the ferret nugs. It looks no. like I'm biting the head of the ferret. No, no, no ferrets. No ferret cruelty. I want the ferret Fake ferret cruelty. That no, doesn't matter. I want no It's suggest- all it's all for show. The ferret's want, playing along, like I said. It's it safe. doesn't matter. I don't want good any ferret. I don't want any ferret action in this. I want something a bit more level-headed. I want them to come over. And if a shrew. They, if they don't come over, you drop the front of your prance and you put three pink pancakes on their window. <laughs> you see, you now that's just three crude. Three blobs. That's just crude. You put You've your gone blobs straight on. to blobs and bollocks you and You push wanking your blobs on the window. Frothing, no doubt. Fizzy, panties, whatever. What have we got coming up on the show, Paul? Well, we have... But that, f- No, seriously people, thanks for giving on. Yeah, paid. thanks. If <laughs> you do want to give money to us, uh, for whatever reason... No, seriously. Please, but seriously. Uh, we don't sleep well at night without your donations. So, if you do, go to patreon.com forward slash show. You can go on there and pick any tier you want. Uh, we give out special podcasts, we give out special bits of tap from the Eli collection, artwork, and the chance for you to appear on the House of Pickles podcast version of the Cheap Show brand. And uh, there's going to be one of those uh, House of Pickles featuring some of you lovely, lovely patrons coming up soon. I'm coming up soon I'm coming up soon Okay good yes. uh, So, so that, what, that's what, it So thank you for Patreon people Excellent Thank you for supporting us um, What else Well there are a few more The thing is We've been talking so much About ferrets And bloody Well I thought that You know We've but... kind of just not I was going to talk about Two things Someone put it out to us On but Twitter Let's just do it We can cut some You know That's the joy of editing Paul Yeah but That's what you do that's what not it What's... Or everything And if is you what could I... Just have a think About the noodle Spin off <laughs> Yeah <laughs> No right. No Not happening Unless you come up with a really snazzy name for it right now. Noodle time with Eli Silverman. (laughs) You haven't thought that through at all. Well, you said right now. I know, true. Good point. But I'm still... What were these things you wanted to discuss? Well, I'm not going to do that one because that would be well too meaty. We'll send it for another podcast. Um, Guy on uh, Twitter, at Omar Salazar C. He sent us a picture. He went out and bought, uh, you know, a little plastic fruit machine? Uh, that you can get in pound shops and like, stuff. Pa- like a, it's like a coin bank, but like you know, you have a little knob and it has the little things that spin round. Does it actually machine. pay out if you win? Mm-hmm. No, I don't charity. think so. And it just is for show. It's just for show. Okay. He bought one, but what he did was he uh, frothed it up, as I like to say. He put a cheap show branding on it. So he took all the stickers off And put special stickers on with your face and my face. Why haven't I seen this? It's because we got it today as of recording, so I'll put it on our website. If you go to thesheepshow.co.uk, go to episode 48's page, or 49, no, 49's page. We're 49 now. this one, yeah, you'll see pictures and that picture from there. It's a really cool little effort as well. Excellent. So it's like me, you, as little spinner things. on a little till. jelly beans. So it looks like a till, or it looks like a fruit machine. It looks like a little fruit machine. All right. That's nice. That works. And then we've had a few people suggest us noodle stuff. Oh, Yeah. So, first of all, cold noodles. Someone said, it's a pot where, it, as far as I'm aware, you prepare this noodle with cold water. Yes, a Nissen, which yeah. is the original cup noodle brand. Oh, God. Um, just look, I said one thing. One little bit of information. You <sighs> hate you hate detail, you know that. I hate you, and then I hate you talking about noodles. Well, I'll keep this short then, shall I, Paul? That's what she said. To me. So, yeah, I saw it. It's by Nissen. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it was in... Um, Chinese writing, mm. uh, so or Japanese writing. Yes. Um, so I couldn't read it, but it did seem to be a cold noodle. An instant cold noodle. So you just use cold water rather than hot? I guess so. Ice cubes? Well, the thing is, there is in China and Japan, they eat cold noodles. It's a it's a dish. Yeah. You knew you know that. It's like gazpacho soup for noodles. Yeah, but there's a lot of, like, real noodle dishes, not instant noodles, like proper food that yeah. is uh, cold noodles. Okay. Sober and so on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've started to introduce them in some of the... <laughs> Don't give me that face. Some of the uh, the ramen restaurants in London now have these cold noodle dishes, which usually have a nice sauce on them. So if it's something like that, that'd be cool. I hate my life. Uh, but it looked to me like it could just be a fake sort of so weird fake... painful. Fake ice, sort of ice cream noodle crossover picture. We'll have to investigate that further, Paul. And what else is. Yes, th- we will have to investigate that further. Next one, ramen beer. Someone point <laughs> us, us into the direction of someone who makes beer with ramen juice, yeah. or they make it. Well, it's, it's wheat based, isn't it? So, I mean, you know, wheat. So it's flavoured ramen beer. Is that what is it like? Chicken flavoured? I don't understand, because ramen is not. It's Shall not... I double check via the internet? Yes. On the Twitter. Right, here we go. One, two, three. I've had chocolate oh. beer. Have you? I've had raspberry beer. I- I've had, I've had oyster, beer. Oyster. Oyster stout. Oyster stout. Yeah. That's, that's... lovely. No. It doesn't taste fishy. It's sort of got a texture to it, though. Well, kind of gelatinous. Mm. Don't start doing that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your fucking sound is. Oh, I on. I'll show you the picture of that fruit machine now. Okay. Have a look, a look at that. That's fucking excellent. That is fucking excellent, isn't it? Yeah. Well done. Uh that man. Omar Salazar. Thank did you, that for Mr. Us. Salazar. Um oh, okay. Um wait. Where has it gone? It was right there a little while ago what and was? now it's gone. The image of the ramen beer. Oh here it is. Ramen oh, beer is okay. brewed with actual ramen noodles. Yeah. So the link to food and wine Twitter account. So let me read this to you. Okay. Um that's ramen really beer nasty. is brewed with actual noodles. Craving more ramen in your beer? Blah blah blah. According to the website, the Collective Brewing Project is Forth Worth's destination for funky and sour beer, uh, and this concoction certainly fits into the category. Didn't skimp on the ramen flavoring. They brewed a cupo beer with. five That's the name of the beer, by the way. Cupo beer. Cupo beer. It's a play on cupo cupo cup cup soup. soup or whatever. Cupo cup cup noodles. noodles. Yeah. They brewed the cupo beer with fifty-five pounds of noodles, perhaps to get people. Th- Give people the strong aroma of nostalgia along with their drinks. Um it's described as slightly tart. Interesting. Uh what's well, slightly tart with a hint of lemongrass lemongrass? Lemongrass. Yeah. Lime, ginger, and coriander. Okay, so they've gone yeah, all right, they've gone for like a spicy profile because you know, the taste of an actual noodle plain noodle is pretty neutral, isn't it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? You can't I can't imagine the actual It's a texture thing. It's just a noodle, yeah. Yeah. So they've gone they're cheating a bit there. Just a little. I would love to try some of that though on the show and let our listeners know who care about noodles and all things noodle related. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. In fact, I want to round you all (laughs) up. And what? So, oh, I'm the Milky Bar Kid. Don't be ridiculous. Just put you into chambers. You put me into chambers. Yeah. What kind of chambers? A small. I want. I want to put you all into small cells. Right. Right. And then I'll feed Is there one a of you involved in this. No, you can't. I'll feed one, be one of you noodles. My idea. Right through a hole, and you eat it, then you have to slop out your snoodly mess into a bowl and slide that <laughs> under the door to the next cell, and they have I to was eat like it. like human centipede. But with shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think human centipede had shit. Yeah, I but mean... this takes out the intimate part of it all. This, this, this... So it's like a weak version of human yeah. centipede. And then when it gets down to the very, very end, that person gets a proper bone on noodles and it goes back the other direction. So the person in We'd the be middle dead would, never, would never eat proper noodle. I would call it the crap don factor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you came up with something there. Right, one last thing. This is an advert that appeared on the internet. One of those, uh, you know, kind of a Craigslisty gumtree kind of adverts. Possib- Some people on Twitter thought you might you might have posted this. So I'm just going to read it out. This is what the advert says. I will pay you $1, US dollar, yes. to sit in my bathtub full of noodles while you wear a one-piece bathing suit. Um, I will not be home nor will anyone else while you do this. I will leave keys for you, and you will sit at your leisure. I will require at least a five-minute stay. A neighbour will watch the front door from across the street, and using a supplied stopwatch will time your entry and departure. Please supply your own footwear. The noodles will be cooked, and therefore slippery. Do not bring any sauce. I will season the pasta after I return home prior to dinner. Uh, weird. And that's it. Location is in Pittsburgh, North Side. It is not okay to contact this poster with services or other commercial interests. And the compensation for this job is one U.S. dollar. I think he has a camera in that room with the. Well, black he's tub. but he said that he's going to eat the noodles after the person's been in them. So yeah. that's maybe that's his thing. Where is the sexual content? Where Where is the sexual? It's just moment the whole concept. Him? Where's the moment where he pulls he's out his? He's eating them. He's when he's eating the noodles, thinking some. Stranger. See, no, I piece. don't think that's true. I think he's masturbating while they're in the bath. I think he's masturbating whilst he wrote that. Maybe. Yes. That's why it's very short sentences. And I can't, do not bring pasta sauce! <coughs> oh. No, I think there's a camera in that bathtub and he goes somewhere else to watch it. So they just sit in the bath, yeah, it's, happy, it, lover, whatever. It's, it's creepy as all hell. And then, I'd say, he's sitting there Doesn't watching. Doesn't that creep it. you out? Yeah, it really I will not me be out. there. I will not, I will be, not be, I will be remotely. I will be there remotely. It's neighbor, like that. He's the neighbour. Alright mate, yeah it's Bob across it's the him, road. Isn't it? It's Bob across the road. How you doing, Bob? What's up, Bob? Am I busy tomorrow night around No. No I'll be in. Why? I want to watch the house. Why oh where are you going? To your special place. Okay, right. And uh what do you want me to do? Look for women going into your room in a one piece bathing suit. And coming and... out besmirched with some noodles. Yeah. And time for five minutes. Alright, Bob, yeah, yeah, Bob. No, I'll do it, Bob. I think the whole... See you, Bob. See the... you Bob. the, the neighbour is a red. Margaret, hair. call the police, love Bob's at it again. <laughs> Uh, I think the neighbour is him, so he's like, "Hello, oh. I'm the neighbour. I've got a big twirly mustache." I'm so he has guy. two houses, one across yeah. the road from the property yeah. where he has it. This is it a big the house operation. across the road is just full of tech and screens, yeah. and it's just a whole operation. It's like that film. Is it Silver Sliver? The the film where Sharon Stone masturbates in the bath, but the landlord's watching it. I've seen it. I've seen it twenty times. Tell me about it. Make something up about it. He's watching her on the telly. CCTV. She yeah. frotting. She's, she's fapping in the bath. Oh God! Fat, 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 fapping. Fat, fapping. fapping. Fapping in the bath. And uh. then she's like, oh, oh, oh. And he's like, oh, oh. It is. Yeah, he's going, like, oh, oh. And, like, oh. and she's going, oh, yeah. The both go, yeah, oh. And then they both go, oh. And then it cuts to a shot of a man eating a dog. No, it doesn't. No, no, don't remember that film? So anyway, yeah, he's definitely the neighbour. Yeah. And it's very strange. Why would he, if he actually wants someone to do it, what would, it's like by putting it at one pound, he's kind of saying, you are like me. You Come, know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about here. You'll do it for a dollar. Yeah, because you love it. I'll you buy that love, for a dollar. You love anonymous people setting up with noodle challenges what if, and i'm eating in the, the noodles. What if I'm in the bath of noodles and I want to rub it? What I do? want to give it my own sauce. I don't think you'd get your dollar. How would he know? Unless he needs he's no, he will... how does he know? How's He'd he going to know? the noodles. How's he, he going to know? <laughs> he's not going to know. <laughs> he's going to eat them later, and he, he's going to recognise that a little bit of that. he will check got for special bit. sauce, does man? he? Yeah, you won't get your dollar. Little black, like, oh, I'll take it. You won't money take front, it. Money up front. you have ruined me. the whole money thing. Money up front for me. I'm not doing it unless I see the money, but baby. Well, you can't do it then. Well then I'm not gonna do it. Payment on delivery. Well I'll find some other total freak. <laughs> and that's that story. Right, okay, good. Rate that story out of five. Two two by... that was all two, right. five. Let's just start the show. It's time for my new favourite segment of the show. That was called Bland versus Brand. But now I've changed it. Yes, yeah, so what is it called now? I've changed it to are you, why are you singing because <laughs> uh, i'm thinking of a jingle as i go so i've changed it to off brand brand off off brand brand <laughs> off off brand off <laughs> brand off brand brand off off brand off, brand off brand off brand off off brand brand off off brand off brand off brand off brand brand off off brand brand off off brand off brand brand off off brand brand off well, it's better than bland or brand yeah thank you it's the off brand bland off where i compare a brand product to a what might other be described as an off-brand. Off-brand compared to brand. Yes. And I test you to see if you can see, A, which is the more preferable, uh, or, uh, or B, which is the brand. Okay, can so you I've recognize got two that? challenges, which yeah. I like more. One is, is a challenge, just... one is more of a kind of personal opinion. Personal opinion. <laughs> Don't stop. That's not going to th- be a thing. I like this thing. they are going to be complaints about that, just like you're silly... Soundboard, And I'll deal with the complaints in the exact same way I dealt with them last time. By setting up some kind of torture chamber yeah. and feeding us our own poop. Yeah. Good. Okay, glad I've cleared that up. So, um, I've got good form on this section. You do. I, I, will, uh, I will go ahead I, and say you are very good at this. I, I'm, but I'm like, because I've done so well so far, I think maybe yeah. I might just mess it up today. You'll I'm be, sorry, I'm only human, everybody. He's only human. Flesh and blood. Stop singing. No one likes you. Right. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> okay. Aww. I like you sometimes. So um, <coughs> that surprisingly hurt me. <laughs> sorry. Okay, I'm sorry, Paul. Then that's how that surprisingly cutting. <laughs> uh, okay. So so we're going to do some brand or off-brand taste comparisons. Now, the first one, what would you like to do, savoury or sweet first? I'll let you choose. <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> no. now. Um, What would you like, sweet or savoury? Let's let's go with the classical order of things and start with the savoury, and then okay. have dessert. That's a fine plan, Mr. Okay. Silverman. Can I shake your hand? Yes, <laughs> well I, done. I can't believe we're actually doing that. Right. So okay. it feels so weird. Doesn't it? This was pointing to. This was pointed out to me by uh, someone who reads, I think it's Shortlist magazine or Metro, one of the one of those free publications yes. you get in London, uh, about Aldi who are now selling their own brand of hula hoops called. Hoops, like <laughs> the see what they've done there. They just drop the hoop, the hula bit. Yeah, hoops. You can't. Hoops an actual shape. Isn't yeah. It? So they make their own uh, hoops now called Right. and they're just like hula hoops. They're potato rings. Uh, what snack Right is the range? Is the range that that's the sort sell. of the Smiths or the Walkers? Or yeah, the... or the Bobbies of Candy, if we want to reference an earlier but episode. But Bobbies also do crisps. So that's uh, they do. We'll, we'll cover them at a separate date when we go back to we my will froth be shop. We'll crisps. <sniffs> When we go back to my okay. cloth shop, Good. we will be doing Bobby's So these sprint. are hoops. These are hoops. Um, again, as I, as I say, exactly like hula hoops, potato ring snacks. Very salted. Well, they really have gone for a, a copy of the whole look of Walker's uh, hula hoops there. They really have. I mean, side by side, they're small red packets. These Yellow are like fonts. multi-pack packs that you've yeah. got here. But the actual hula hoops actually don't have a branded sort of brand name. On no. Them. That's the difference. Okay. Hula hoops, one of my all-time classic crisps. It's been going... It's a classic a, crisp. For as long as I remember. And, pull yes. a little bit of colour here. Mm. Um, I remember when I was a very small child, I used to love it when my mum would buy me some hula hoops. And I used to pretend that they were little creatures, right? I'd put them all on my fingers. You know, you put one on each finger because they're hoops. And I used to believe that I, as the destroyer of worlds, as I (laughs) ate them and crunched down on them, they would be reincarnated at the bottom of the pack and come through. Like this whole sort of cycle of life. Like I was destroying them, but they were coming through. Don't worry, little hula hoop person. (laughs) You will live again as you're regenerated at the bottom of my pack. But what happens when you run out of pack? Well, I was a child. I didn't, you know, it was a (laughs) make-believe So, basically, you weren't that deep into the idea. You were just kind of a little silly fantasy. But it was an enduring fantasy that lasted over, like, at least three years. years. I'm going to say 30, then, for a minute. I don't still believe that the hula hoops are little people that I'm eating and then regenerating at the bottom of the packet. Good. Uh, That was very much in my um, Tootie Fruity and a Packet of Hula Hoops phase. Which was a staple for me as If you as ever a child. make an autobiography, I want you to call it the Hula Hoops and Tooty Fruity book. Okay. So, so, shut up. We're going to do a taste test. This is our first taste test. Because Oldie said, well, the review for the Oldie brand said that the hoops were very, very good. Some even preferred them to the Hula Hoops. Original Hula Hoops. Yeah. But they have been like all crisps. Paul, it's been a slow degeneration as the health consciousness kicks in, and the the reduction in salt. I mean, you know, no artificial. I'm sure we've discussed this before, but Frazzles—they're a shadow of their former self. Do you think? Yeah, I can't really remember now. They used to be more bacony, and now they are bacon less, or they're just salty now, and less. Yeah, have Mm. less, and it's just definitely to do with the reduction in in salt that they. Well, all these manufacturers were forced to do. Yes, they take our fun. Don't they? They take our bloody fun away from us. They take our world away from us. Eli Silverman, leave voter. <laughs> Shut up. Right, so we're gonna do this, right? So how confident are you that you think you'd be able to take the difference between the hula hoops and the hoops? I'm gonna say pretty confident, Paul. Okay, good. Well I'm gonna open these packets now. I need a blindfold. No, you just close your eyes. I know, but it can't be I can't trust myself. Sunglasses. It's all right. Riding- I don't could put fucking sunglasses. Was- oh, yeah, sunglasses. Those so- great I- obscura of light. But well, you stick socks behind them Okay, all well, right, I'm up for that. Yeah. Eli Silverman is now putting dirty socks... Oh, out of the uh, gr- Grotty over here. In- by the old Grotty hockey. Oh, he's doing it. <laughs> he's putting the sunglasses on and tucking dirty socks to the front of the lenses. How's that? You look like an utter prick. Well... It's working though, Paul. Where's my mic? Give me my mic. Why don't you just sit down? <laughs> Fuck you. Stop touching me in real life. There's <laughs> your mic. All right. right. Am I looking at the. Am I speaking into it all right? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. So, actually, um, the smell of these socks is kind of it's going to interfere. Or maybe that will help. Maybe that will help. It will add a slight cheesiness to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right I'm ready Here is I'm going to give you your first one okay I'm not telling you which one it is hand out because I'm not going to stick this in your mouth okay hand out there you go there's your first one right now from touch alone I cannot distinguish this from a normal hula okay my little friend don't worry you'll be regenerated <laughs> at the bottom of the bag I'm going in right he's going in mm. interesting how, how are you taking it on a first bite situation mm mm This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, by the way. You holding a great big microphone with a yellow foam on the top, with sunglasses on and socks tucked behind your eyes. You look like the saddest cosplay of Deputy Dog I've (laughs) ever seen in my life. I will. Um, So, what hits me, very nice potato y flavour. A very nice potato y flavour. Sort of straight away, that kind of potato flowery. And then, you know, like potato flour, which Mm. is essentially what they are, of course. there's a lack of salt. Interesting. That, it's that it's that lack of salt that is leading me to think that this is the knockoff, basically. Very interesting. Um, but why, why not? Why not the new brown since it's reduced salt and everything like that? I don't know. Because you were just saying they had to reduce salt. They and did. MSG they and did. Anything. But I, I just think a real hula hoop is slightly saltier than that. Interesting. In its effect. And also, it was crunchy, but it, it wasn't really crispy. Okay. So, I it mean, felt a little underdone. I don't know. I can't tell. No, it's yeah, a bit underdone, a bit raw, flowery, and there is a slight staleness that comes in after the potato hit. Kind, okay. Well, are you ready? Stale for potatoy, sh- like a right, like a dried up it. chip. Fucking, you know, yeah, a bit right. like the edge of the rind of a dried up. Chip. Right. Should finish being all fucking. Of course, uh, I can't, food and wine, food and drink. I can't tell until I compare here, and this is. I could just want to say now, halfway through, Paul, this is definitely the hardest challenge I've ever had <laughs> to face <laughs> in your life. <laughs> right, here's the next one, right? Here we go. Here is the second. Yeah, immediately, very different. Yes. The potato doesn't hit you first. It's sort of the salt, and it is kind of more brittle. In, and you know mm, what? Yeah. I, I just think I can do this. I just think that second one was the real hula hoop, and the first was the knockoff. Is that what you're and believing? And I prefer... Which one did you prefer? That's the I interesting question. I think I prefer question. the first one. It's yeah? more fresh tasting, yeah. Yeah? Even though you said it was a little underdone? Yeah, but it still had a, not- a real potato hit straight away, the first one. Which... Uh... Stop touching me. Because <laughs> you can't see. I've been flicking the V's for the past five minutes. It's been wicked fun. You've been fun. flicking the peas. V's! Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you made a not Giving you the bird. You wouldn't... All right. Anyway, so, you're going to say the second pack is hula hoops, but you prefer the first. Yeah. You are... On the first point, absolutely correct. The second fucking was so the hula hoop. This, man. Yeah, the f- second was the hula hoop. I the f- am the brand off-brand fucking don. Man. You are a super taster when it comes to. I can cheap just do snacks. it with crisps, man. I just do it. I, I don't thought know, I you know? thought this might have uh, tricked you, well, not so much tricked you, but I think- no, I thought it was going to be hard, but yeah. it really wasn't hard. I can recognise the taste of a hula hoop. All right, I mean I've been eating them for years, but I can see the people who who, who are saying that um, that's better. It has a sort of more wholesome. Um, Almost. Less uh, artificial effect. You know that when we take the show seriously, people don't like it as much? What do you mean? When we're serious about stuff. Are you trying to give me notes, like, whilst we're doing the show? Yeah. Can you just get angry at me for no reason? Like, let me just say you Stop you're... eating. Why are you eating? You're not allowed to eat. Why aren't I allowed to eat? <laughs> just not. Why? I'm the taster. Right. All right. Fucking hell. Well, keep your blindfold on, because the second food... Congratulations on the first one. Thank you. The second one I've got lined up for you. Is your blindfold on still Yeah. Yes. Cool. The second one I've got lined up is a type of sausage. (laughs) No, you're not allowed to eat this sausage. Oh, yeah. It's like a cigar. You just have to suck it for a bit, and you get the flavour. Very, very funny. (laughs) There are two sausages I'm going to give you. Oh, God, I'll end up noshing you off. Oh... (laughs) And I'll get all bubbles coming out my nostrils. Is it that kind of sausage, Paul? All phlegmy bubbles, all bubbling out. (laughs) Anyway. What's next? I'm going to look. I don't trust you. All I need to do is open your mouth as wide as you can. Wide as you can. Because there's a lot to get in. And there's going to be even more on the second round. Oh, for God's sake. Because the second sausage comes with a a creamy filling. (sighs) Good. Right, that's out of the way. Right, so the next one. You've got something else. All right, I have. Real. Yeah. This is a, a genuine second thing. Now, you said you wanted sweet, so we're going to do sweet next. You can keep the blindfold on because the packaging will give it away as well. Really? Yeah, to some extent. I so, know. let me just fish it out because there's quite a lot of packaging. Okay, so we're going to do chocolate now. Nothing crazy, nothing silly, nothing like chilli chocolate, no okay. beer chocolate, no Von chocolate, nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, but what's the brand? I'm trying to make it be... Well, if you just given me... 30 more seconds of your impatient time, you hairy little fucking vagabond twat. Um, Wow, you're really trying to get the the rage in today, yeah? Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, you like that, yeah? You like it, yeah? Touch it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, the brand we're going to talk about, chocolate-based today, is Aero. Do you like Aero? Uh, Yeah. Bubbly chocolate. If you don't know, in the the UK there's a brand by Nestles, or Nestle, uh, called Aero. And it's it's a nice, light, bubbly chocolate. It's I like, think, did they... I bet they started in the 80s. It seems to be something that was new when I was really, a child. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I want to say the 70s. 70s. Yeah, maybe 70s. OK, Google, what year was the aero bar invented?
1: According to Wikipedia, it was originally introduced to the north of England as the new chocolate by Roundtree's in 1935.
0: Whoa! 1935! I see, I was going to say. I read that article by Roald Dahl, and he, he was... Uh, an essay saying all of the chocolate, classic chocolate bars, were all invented in the 1930s. Everything, anything you care to mention, came out in the 1930s. So that's another one. I mean, that's surprising. So Aero. Boo! No. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's surprising. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> right, because you couldn't see me, and I was right close to your face the whole time. Look, uh, well, I've got these dog flaps over my ears. I mean, eyes, dog ears. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Anyway, we're doing Aero chocolate. It's a brand of chocolate that is. Okay, and got who, bubbles in. What's the man so the Aero and, uh, and have we conf- gone for a f- plain flavour or what flavours have we This got? is milk chocolate. Milk chocolate Aero and the brand not Okay, off. so the bubbly bit on the inside yeah is milk, is it? Milk yeah, chocolate. Yeah. There's no and, mint. No And then it's got m- chocolate all the way through. Oh, what don't cho- you get about because some of them a have cho- got a, like a minty bit what in What I the said it's just chocolate. It's Fucking just milk no chocolate. Hell right. If I'd said mint chocolate or orange chocolate, it's crystal or, clear, it would have been clearer. But for some reason, you can't fathom that there's no catch to me saying it's chocolate. All right, I just didn't, I didn't understand you for a second. Anyway, you got Nestle Aero, and you're going up against, in terms of brand or yeah. bland, a company it's, it's called... Not called Brand or Bland. Fuck off. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. It's a company called off. Hello, Paul. I've got a little puppet. I'm doing my Paul voice now. Fucking hell. Why does my my voice sound like a scouse ghost? (laughs) Because you're into Ghostbusters and you're scouse. You twat. Well, I I stand corrected on that one. So, the company is called Dairy Fine and the chocolate brand is called Bubbly Milk Chocolate. Right, they're saying they've gone for descriptive. They've gone for two very different shapes. I don't know how much that might be or not a giveaway to the brand. Well, I'm not that familiar with Aero, but um, the shape that it comes in. I, I, I You're going to s- give me one chunk each? Yes, I I'm going to give you one chunk in your mouth. Okay, You're right going now. straight in for the mouth, are you? I'm going straight in for the mouth with my chunk, right? So you open your mouth and I'll put my chunk and in And who's it. the manufacturer? Is it, again, like an Aldi that is making this chunk? This shop? is from Aldi as well. It is. Okay. This is from Aldi. So but it's, it's their, their off-brand, right? Their subsidiary brand called Dairy Fine. Yeah. So again, we're going to give you an option. So I'm going to go with this first handout because I'm not touching your You're fucking not touch mouth. You're my mouth. I no. We could have a little bit of play there. So that is chocolate number one. Uh, overall, what's your mouth feel? Standard, standard. Standard chocolate. It's got a bit of the texture of the Aero sort of bit. Yeah. Really very oversweet the chocolate mm. and the cocoa flavour that I'm getting. It's kind of, it's like, you know, chocolate money, Christmas chocolate money. It oh, doesn't feel like very good quality chocolate. Oh. And kind of a muddy. Muddy chocolate? A muddy cocoa taste. I like his album. Muddy chocolate. Very good blues. Oh, my God, that's lame. <laughs> Gannon's doing the dad jokes yeah, today, ladies and gentlemen. he seriously is. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? Paul is such a dad joker. The other day, we were walking along, I stumbled, and he went, <laughs> what <did> he say? <laughs> I said, why didn't you send me a postcard from your trip? I mean, how dad is that? That is worse than that. It's like dad from the 1940s. But you know that it's because. I can like never postcards. Have... Who fucking sends those anymore? Not what? you. you know no we... one does. When's you know... the last time you received a postcard? Your fucking. This dated dad joke. I can't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay. All right. Is that funny to you? <laughs> it's not, the, just the way. I can't have kids, mate. I've had the tests and I'm barren. That's why I make dad jokes. Okay. Because that's a part of my life I don't think I'll ever really tap into. Fine. So so go ahead and make jokes. I'm sorry. Because I can't have kids. Right. Right. That was chocolate number one. What do you think? Meh. Yeah. Okay. I'd say meh. Right now, would you say it was brand or off-brand? I know for a fact it's off-brand. Okay. All right, cool. Because the shape gave it away totally. It had a very bubbly... Bubbly shape, like a bubble, like bu- ballless, bulbous. A bulbous shape a in your mouth. Rotund and bulbous. No, but in my hand, I could feel it. I'm sorry. I'm just too good. Just too good. I'm going to take that out and sample it. <laughs> it's in my hand. I'm just too good. I'm just too good. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. On, that's going to be on the app. I thought we we're going to make an effort to make The model I mean... app you can get on Google Play. Get it down on your phone right now, and you can have things like Eli saying, It's in my hand. I'm really that good. Look, if people want me to record them a sex tape, Yeah. An all-aral sex... Just... (laughs) Just give me the chance. Basically, if you want a sex date for me, he'll record a a three-minute missive for you. So you can fap, or Josh too. Whatever you fancy. Fap and Josh. Fap and Josh. That could be a dance act. Yeah, that might be our erotic um, stories characters. Fap and Josh. Yes, I'm Josh, and you are fap. And we tell sexy stories from around the world. And this is uh, our tone. I know our tone. Extrapolate <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you said. Right, here's the next chocolate. Give me Very fine. Give me it. Oh, no. Here we go. Good. See, this, to me, has the shape of aero. Yeah. I might be wrong. So I'll go on the taste. I mean, that wasn't very good, that first taste. Right, here we go. That's, this is chocolate number two. Is it aero or bubbly? Mmm. That is more pleasant. Is it? Yeah. Is it? It's more pleasant. It's nicer. The texture of the bubble aerated centre, yeah, is more, mm, and that's got a, a creamier finish, mm. a creamier texture. If you are editing this into a sex tape, you've got plenty to go on. It's now. got, a, it's In got my I, hand. I, I hate to say this, Paul. I know. I try and avoid this, you yeah. know. But it has better amplitude than the first one. He it, said it, ladies it, gentlemen. It, he said amplitude. It, it has you, better amplitude than the been, first one. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm. I'm. I can only be myself. If you've been playing... take me. Or leave me, I gotta say, Amplitude, yeah! If you've been playing Cheap Show Bingo, you can cross off the Amplitude Square. You're close to winning, congratulations. Yeah, it's got a much smoother, um, more pleasant effect. amplitude. Um, and there's none of that muddiness from the cocoa. Everything is working together, the flavour's much better there, and the texture's better. It's just better in every way, and that's the Aero. The second one is the Aero, and the first one is the uh, knockoff. Okay, so you're saying the first one was the knockoff, and the second. Is the Aero... Am I wrong? No, wait there, I'm just getting it right. So that's what you've said, and yes. you prefer the second... And I also way prefer the second to one. ...to the first. In that case, I can tell you, Eli, that once again, yeah. you're wrong. Am I? You're wrong. The first was Aero, the Nestle Aero, the official, as so to speak, brand. Yeah. And the second one was the dairy wow. Fine Bubbly. Okay. You can take off your sock mask now. Okay, yeah. There you go. So you see the new branded bars are all bulbousy. They're yeah, all bulbous, yeah. Maybe that... that... Maybe that fooled me, but I do honestly think it's nicer. What yeah. do you think? I've not tried that one at all. Try the try, try the uh, knockoff. Okay, you've had a taste of the, of the Aero. It's not very impressive, is it? It's as I expected it to be. And here is the knockoff. Oh, I see what you mean. It's nicer, smoother. It's smoother and it tastes. It doesn't have that sharp sugary twang yeah, that the sharp, Aero does. That sharp sugar, sort of. Yeah. Well, well Nestle, me tight. Nestle, you need to up your game because that they are winning hands down. We both agree. Bubbly milk chocolate by it's, Dairy Fine is superior to the Aero, and yet we've also found today that the Aldi brand hula hoops on a budget—ten packs for a pound—better than six packs for a pound for hula hoops. Just as good, really. Just as fine. Just yeah. as good. You could put them in a bowl at a party, and no one would question your party snack. Yes, yeah, I just happen to be extremely familiar with what a real Apart hula, from hula hoop. One little child. He's like, excuse me, Mater. I don't Major. believe, is that the right word for mother or something? <laughs> Fucking hell, you're so not thirties today, you like everything. Excuse me, organiser, I'm a precocious nine-year-old did I believe. What is it, Johnny, Timmy? I believe your hoops in the bowl are not, in fact, hula hoop branded uh, snacks as I'd preferred okay. and demand. No, well, I've been led to believe by reputable sources and my own taste buds that actually this is the off-brand make and I shan't have it. I shan't... shan't have it in St Winifred's first of all that's a girl's school I don't know what you've been doing there Timmy and, modern times things and, have changed they're letting want me, anyone in do you want me to call your mother to come and pick you up because that's what that could happen you little precocious bastard mother understands my genius mother supports it mother feeds me titty right get out I won't be doing that daddy feeds me dick titty oh god <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know if I could break you I'm sorry I went to a very dick obvious place titty everybody <laughs> Oh no, Okay. poor mental note, please do not call this episode Dick Titty, I know you're going to want to, I know you'll think it's funny, but no, just just keep the surprise for the listener. All right. All right. So, um, well, that's the first time I failed, I think, on that, but in a way that's had a positive result. Mm. It really did throw me, because that's not the, t- t- it's a different, they're always experimenting with different aero things, aren't mm. they? Have you noticed that? Yeah. They've got all sorts of products. It's like Whisper Bars, but Whisper Bars are more packed Condensed bubbles, different, you know? Different it's texture. different texture. It's well, it's crumbly. folded, isn't it? It's a folded oh, that's, that's l- twirl. Ah. But they're just like whisper bars, or just arrows, but the tightly oh, packed bubbles. You know bubbles. what surprised me as well? It was invented in 935. I know. We've all learned something today. We've all learned something. Okay, good. <laughs> Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, it's another edition of Silverman's Platter. I've been picking up some bits of obscure vinyl, novelty records, all kinds of cheap crap that clutters the charity shops of our nation. I go there, I buy it. It fills my room up. It collects dust. It's a bit sad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, but we've got some today, Paul. Have you? Yes. What delights have we got today on the platter? Well... First up, yes, this is a true novelty record. Is it now? The artists, the Duke and Earl. Never heard of them. Do you know anything about them? Absolutely zero. What's the song called? The Bruno Rap. Right, let's play a little bit of it. Let's play a little bit of it and then come back and review. This is MMTV coming to you live from Las Vegas. I think we can now go over, yes I think we're now gonna go over to Harry Carpenter in Frank Bruno's dressing room. Hello, hey good evening, I'm in the dressing room, I'm talking to Frank Bruno. Frank, say hello. Hello. Alright, Harry. Hello. Alright, Harry. Now Frank, over the years you built up your career, training in the lawless camp at last a chance The whole of England's with you, Frank. But do you know what it takes to be a champ? Hard work. You know what I mean, Harry? Yes. Hard work. You know what I mean, Harry? I think so. From dawn till dusk, I'm in the gym. This time, Harry, I'm gonna win. Look how long I've been waiting my chance, anticipating if Mark's going to fight me or not, this time Harry I've got my shot, iron Mike is what they say, but when I eat him he'll melt
1: away, hard work, you know what I mean Harry, hard work, you know what I mean Harry, this is the main event of the night, 12 rounds of boxing for the heavyweight championship of the world, between Mike Tyson and Fred Bruno
0: very very depressing very 80s from 1989 yeah uh, composed by L Beckett and it was uh, around the time of the very famous bruno versus Frank tyson, bruno, fight. tyson fight probably came out beforehand i would have thought because they uh, i don't know you know why i don't know because they're very sp- specific in the song about how the match plays out or Maybe, yeah cuz he goes round one and then blah blah the blah. R- round two it's like he goes out to Put the slap down, and then goes, oh, no, and then yeah. it stops. He got knocked so out. So did he get knocked out from round six? Yeah, he got knocked out. Yeah. So I think it was made after that, then. Must have been. Okay. Um, it's got terrible uh, 80s instrumentation. It's very basic. It's, it's almost Casio keyboard yes, level. very much so. Very unusual Look. label, Pekka. And it's got a strange sort of almost Russian constructivist uh, design on it, which I have never seen before, that label all heard of these people. They, they sound like they're just two kids in their 20s who have gotten the chance to make a piss-poor rap spoof. Because you know there's one thing I hate more than anything else. White guys rapping. There are obvious examples. Eminem. Beastie Boys. But by and large, when you're from Wolverhampton or Milton Keynes and you decide that your life's going to be spent rapping, I think you need to just maybe step back. I think Check so. yourself before one wrecks oneself. Put you are on... Shaky ground. Oh, I know that I do white rap. I know you I do it. You... And I don't. F- nothing. I'm not Who's proud of it. Who's the man? He's the silver man. He's the silver man coming out for Christmas, number one. F- buy it, download it, we'll get it to so one the one. So the Bruno rap. <clears throat> Mike. No, not Mike. Frank. Frank Bruno. Frank Bruno at the time was a huge celebrity. You know what I mean, Harry? And he used to say that. And he was referring to who? Harry Seacomb. It's not Harry Seacomb, he's the guy out at the Goons. Yeah, I'm. Crossroads? No, not Crossroads. The religious show on Sunday. Songs uh, of praise. Yeah, used to do songs that. of praise used to do that. Oh, I'm a singer. Yeah, that but one. yeah, he's also Harry Seacom. i are not going on a tangent here, but Harry yeah. Seekham, uh records. They they clog up. They like, just nice. fat in an artery. They clog up charity shops. Really do that and Cliff Richard songs. Yes. Singles clog up. Santa claus movies. Oh, all that stuff. Lots and lots of. Um, What was that band I saw lots of, no matter where I went? Five star. Lots of five star singles. And Yaz. Yeah. Different charity shops, all same kind of singles that have been donated. It's uh, You now know the pain of the charity shop Vinyl Digger. Mm. Uh, I could write a novelty record about that. Which no one would hear. Bomb, um, bomb, 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 bomb. Bom. i Eli. I go shopping for songs. Bah I know Eli is shouting wrong. Ich, I'm Paul. I'm on this show. I'm doing rap. I'm not even though I hate white guys doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Awful. Ich, ich, I'm Paul. Awful. Ich, ich, I'm Paul. Don't call Eli. me the I'm Milky Eli. Bar Kid because I'll do shit on the lid. Your rap skills are so bad. Well, I just. Well, I'm proving your point then for you, alright, fucker. I'm Eli. I like a little <laughs> bit of vinyl. I'm right, Eli. And my decision's made that final. I'm gonna go into a shop and spend some money I've not got on vinyl to burn That's down good. my house. That was good. Thank okay. you. Thank you. So the Bruno rap not very good, and but it made me think about these sporting events used to generate novelty records. So you've got yeah. the the brat. With uh, chalk dust, which is the McEnroe, John okay. McEnroe Wimbledon one. Yeah, there's also the Have we done rap that? Liverpool. Yes, a lot of football teams released songs, didn't they? Of course. Right before, that's a whole genre in itself. But I'm talking about like incidents, and this is very this is one sporting event, really. Yeah, sort of commemorated almost in a uh, in a novelty, a knockoff novelty record. Yeah, and I would be surprised if this was the only sort of novelty record featuring the Frank Bruno L.O. Airy bullshit. Uh, Harry, you know no, what I, I, mean, I mean, Harry. You yeah. whatever. Work. That was such a depressing part of the song. It kind of has this jaunty rap, and then it cuts to this plodding kind of. It's hard work, not what You know what I mean, Harry? And he was—he was also a staple of impressionists at the time, wasn't he? You, you know, know what I mean, know and what I mean then, Harry. Yeah. thankfully, he—he he got to have a break on that because everyone discovered Chris Eubank, and all of a sudden it went from. No, I mean I read too. i I'm not a bockfart. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fightar. I'm a yeah, <laughs> But you know, they're both say of them. Just... Yes, Paul. It's <laughs> similar. Okay, so uh, how many how many silver platters? Out of Out of five. How many platters? I'll go for two. Two? It wasn't that bad, you know, they gave it a go. Two. They did these sort of little bits where they have the commentator and at the end they you uh, know they yeah. did little bits. They're uh, trying to be funny. Yeah. Trying. Very poor. Anyway, moving on. Track number two is Indians in Moscow. And what's the song called, interestingly? Well, it's hard to tell by the cover, because they've covered it in crap, but it's uh, called Jack Pelter. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Jack Pelter and his sex change chicken. Well, I bet you're wondering what it sounds like. Well, it sounds like this. do we think? To be kind of zany in that 80s, that quintessentially 80s way. It's like you said. It's that little bit of Transvision Vamp slash Blondie, shouty, rock, pop, techno 80s thing. Well, God, you fucked that up. How have I fucked that up? I'll just try and summarise what you're trying to get at. It's like Transvision Vamp meets the spitting image team. What, rock, techno? Those are two fucking... Diametrically opposed genres of music. You're trying. Would you not say that if song bands like Transvision Vamp had elements of like modern techno music? No, and rock elements. They definitely had rock with synths, yes, and and samples and stuff like that. I guess they did. Yes. Yeah. So I was wrong, Paul, and I must be punished. (laughs) How? (laughs) How would you like to be punished? I would like. (laughs) <laughs> you pick your poison Dick titty Oh dick titty coming out oh. Dick titty Dick titty comes so, out once um, a day yeah It's just it, Don't you get that kind of Trying to be funny thing with this Sex so change chicken Yeah you know I mean It's like bullshit It's bullshit mate uh, But it reminds me They've gone to town Someone's painted the cover with a chicken drinking a, a cocktail. Again, you can see not only the videos accompanying this episode that show you the songs in full, but we'll take pictures of the vinyl covers themselves and you can get to see... Oh, it's a pretty vinyl though, isn't it's it? A it's white vinyl, yes. They've put it's effort a very in. nice vinyl. Is though. that a reprint? No. No. Original. <gasps> Do you know why? Do you know why it looks like that? Have a look at it. Why do you think it looks like that? It then looks look like an egg. Co- yeah, it looks like a fried egg. But they've got the colour wrong on the inside uh, label, haven't they? On the it's alb- orange. It's part. I guess you sometimes get eggs like that, but it would read egg much clearer to me if it was bright yellow. Well, we're going to have to argue the toss over the shade of orange that suits your brand of You're egg. You're going to need to take a photo of that. I'm going to take people. a photo of that, don't you worry. Very interesting. Again, another label, Kennick Records, which... I have never even accounted ever ever before or since. I found it hollow, that song. like It doesn't go anywhere. Awful. Awful. Piece of knock-off. How pal- pal- out of five splatters? One. One, sp- one platter. One platter. So more of a splatter than a platter. Well, more of a splattery egg. Oh, not your best gag. Right, next <laughs> week, next I was week. just going to try and make the point, though. Back in the 80s, it was like novelty records... They were the equivalent of memes or something. Do you see what I mean? This is what I was thinking. They got out and you share them as a laugh. You know, and... there was something in the in the popular consciousness that was like an event or like, you know, McEnroe being yeah. angry. And instead of it just being endless people doing shit on the internet with it, you know we should people do? would go to a recording studio and write, conceive and write a novelty pop song about it. That's and that why they released. call it The Streak. That was a huge novelty song. Remember that one? The Streak? Yeah, which is about streakers. Yeah, because that was a huge thing at the time, wasn't yes. it, in America? These sporting things, yeah. Hey, you know what we should do, one episode of Cheap Show should be like a top of the pop special where we'll count down the top ten novelty songs. Okay, I'm um, up for that. Yeah? Yeah. And we'll, we'll film it as well so we can surround you by beautiful girls and you can say, oh, Nolan, Nolan. <laughs> Coming up next is... Rolf Harris. Well, there you go. <laughs> anyway... Uh, Gary Glitter versus <laughs> Rolf Harris. Smackdown. Right. They should do that. They should pit them against each other the, in, a, in, a, in a field of death. Mate, that's been done. No, I want to see Gary Glitter and Rolf Harris in a field, like a cornfield, surrounded, what, with... surrounded by scarecrows all holding weapons. And they're thrown oh, in. Oh, the scarecrows like... are holding weapons? Yeah. I like this. But they get thrown in. And naked. Have... Naked. Well, they have some kind of loincloth. Here's the thing. Naked, right? They got leather loincloths they've got a little pouch on, right? Yeah. And they—they're allowed to choose one weapon from the scarecrow. Well, who's going to stop them using others? Ah, the scarecrows. Ah, uh, robots. The Walking Dead. You know, oh, zombified they're zombie zombie robots. They're human, but they've had a part of their brain removed, so they're practically zombies. Ah, okay, you know, and they're dressed they're as just, scarecrows, and just they just weird. need to hold on to that as weapon. as scarecrows. Yeah, right. If they it's do go army, for a second weapon, army of zombified gumages. Yeah. They do go for a second weapon. They're allowed to get off the crosses and march into they're the fighting. They're on crosses? Yeah, they're hanging on crosses because they're DL, This scarecrows. is all a bit symbolic. They're allowed to get down off the crosses and then start using their weapons on Gary or Rob. <laughs> and so then they're fighting. The th- they have to behave. So if they pick one weapon, they fight to the death. If after half an hour they're still alive, we send in dogs. And these dogs have not been fed in a while. And the oil that we cover them in is like do chippy it- chip oil. They the chips? oil that we cover them in. Gary Glitter and Rolf Harris, they're oh. in chippy chip oil, the kind of chip oil that you see at the back of like. How do you Those know dogs, dogs like that? You don't know dogs like that. These dogs will be trained to like it. Well, why not just cover them in chum? Because and then you, you, that's silly. You're saving money. That's then. silly. You're saving money, aren't you? Are we? Yeah, training the dogs to like chip oil. That's all a right. whole. That's all least all right. a least of money. I'll do an amendment. Right. I cover them in chum. And like, then what happens? Who wins? We win. Because we get to watch it happen. They see the conceit there. You think one of them gets to win. No, mate. (laughs) No, mate. They don't get to win. They get to suffer painful, horrible death in the last few grisly moments of their life. Okay. Good, Paul. And if you'd like to give us money on Patreon, <laughs> Good. please go so, to patreon.com forward slash thecheapshow. The cheap show. The other, one last thing, sorry, to yes. mention about oh, Indians in Moscow. God, we're only two records in. I yeah, know. go on. The last thing to mention about Indians in Moscow is that it's very similar to the other record that we recently reviewed on Eli. Farmer's Boys. Farmer's Boys. Yeah. It again had a cartoony cover and a, a kind of a lame. A joke kind of attitude. Uh, but a sort of kind of straight down the line crappy pop song. Middle on the of the inside. road. Yeah. Shit. The best thing about Indians in Moscow is the white vinyl yeah. with the uh, the egg. That's about it. Yeah. Okay, ready? Next. Doctor Who. Ooh. Now, I've just let you into a little secret, everybody. I Paul's been staying at the House of Pickles. You have a choice now, by the way. What? You can either tell this story and then get a massive slap on the oh, arm. don't slap afterwards. me. Or you can not Oh, come on, this is nice. Story. This, this lets them in, Paul. I'll make you. I'm letting you make this decision. You either continue the story and then I smack you. Paul was crying at Doctor Who. <laughs> that was. Yeah. He Peter was, Capaldi was all dead and uh, it was sad. He was, he was like, fuck off, I'm crying, I'm having a moment. I would have been more. Christ. I would have been less embarrassed if he would caught me masturbating when you came <laughs> yes, in. Yes, it's more embarrassing than wank- wanking. Crying at Doctor Who. But anyway, he's into it. He's a true fan, everybody. I'm um, yep. not so much a Whovian. It's more of a kind of uh, 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 respected fan of the show. You were crying. It was emotionally it was engaging. making you cry. Okay. All right, fine. I don't want to dwell on it. Thank you. Doctor Who. This is the theme from Doctor Who. uh, Theme from the BBC TV series. Uh, So it's got the Doctor Who theme by Ron Granger. The traditional. Well, there's many versions of the theme frouted outage. And this is a lame version. This is the one. We're not going to play them, the Doctor Who one. Just going to play a little snip. No, but we no, do doing... not the Doctor Who theme. They all know the Doctor More Who theme. More interesting to me, and the reason I really picked this up yes. was Side Two Paul. Yeah, side two. The flip side is the astronauts. Peter Howell and the BBC Radiophonic is he Peter Howell? No, that's Peter Davison. He's okay, just sorry. the doctor. Peter yeah. Howell works, I'd imagine, without doing any research at all, at the radiophonic workshop. And this is an original composition yes. by himself. Peter Howell is someone with the BBC Radiophonic Workshop. Now I love the BBC Radiophonic oh, Workshop. yeah, I have lots of respect Derbyshire for them. who worked on the uh, original Doctor Who theme, yeah, uh, brilliant. So let's should we uh, play them a bit of this. Let's play them. That's very reminiscent of like a, uh, a sort of 80s action cop film uh, where they, you know. They're, yeah. I mean, got even that, though it has got that sci-fi tinge, you could easily apply it to another genre piece. Definitely. And it mm. ha- also has a very um, 80s uh, Tangerine Dream feel. Oh, yeah. Nice bit of Tangerine. I quite, I quite like it. it. I quite like it. I liked it. it. I, I, we were really impressed when we listened to Side B on a whim. Yeah, and thought that's much better than the Doctor but Who. The Doctor Heen theme they've really taken the Doctor Heen theme, the Doctor Who theme. Mm. Yeah, I just mispronounce stuff. I don't put like a stupid, like totally deconstruct language in a fucking in an almost insane way. Paul, don't I don't want slapsies. You, 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 right. We were very impressed by that anyway because we put it on just to see what it'd be sounding like, I quite like and it. it'd be sounding quite good. It's got that kind of. It reminded me of sort of uh, John Carpenter's stuff almost, oh, and also a yeah. um, uh, like kind of escape from New Yorkish yeah. thing. Yeah, and also the Warriors had uh, bits like that. Yeah, that was a, that was a nice surprise. And what? Twenty p? Twenty p? That is cheap. So don't don't be saying we're spending a lot of money. No, because we're not. No. So I mean, how many platters? I'll give that three platters. Oh, I was going to give it three and a half. Okay, you can. I did. Well, good then. All right. All right, then. Dick. So, but just to say as well, the Doctor Who theme is very poor. The, what, the that whole, version or yeah, the theme in like, general? No, the theme is great, but I don't like that version. It's no. lost all of its analogue charm. No, it does... Uh, I mean, it, you know what it is? It's the the synthesizers that they used to uh, have at the BBC Radiophonic Workshop in the 60s and early 70s. All these analogues, and also they had tape loop stuff like Melaton. yeah. Uh, which has a really excellent sort of sound and nostalgic kind of. But the weird, minute a computer can start doing that. These are, they've got in the 80s, they've gotten to digital. These are digital synthesizers they're using, if I'm they're not right. mistaken. And they don't have any of that organic, you know what I mean? It's kind of I can't glassy and, and and yeah, just not, not as good. And a bit too kind of Casio Bontempi yeah. keyboard. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that what, digital, it's the digital as opposed but what to. what I animal. like about the modern theme is that they've. Kept the structure, and they got the orchestra in there, and the you know, they got full orchestra, the full orchestra, but they've also got that '80s synthesizer thing lurking. The synth line always been you know? the thing that they've kept the same, and it's it? nice to keep that in. Yeah. So, all right, yeah, cool. What's the next track then? Last track today, everybody. Star Dance by John Ford. Oh, ooh. don't know anything about it other than what I heard, which so- was this. these sides also interesting I think you should play some of that as well Flight of the Jumping green. yes alright here's a bit of that Anything to say? No, because. It's kind of space disco. British space disco. I like a bit of space disco. Uh, I mean, that astronaut's a bit space disco Yeah, I like this, yeah. uh, until he starts trying to do a sort of American disco singy thing, which is excruciating. Oh, hey, baby. Yeah, How that you, yeah. you do uh, Yeah, baby. Move it, baby. I've got lots of things to say, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's Dutch, He's not Dutch. He's <laughs> not Dutch. But we can try. Hey, Barbie, let's go party. Hello, Barbie, let's go party. Yes, I love that sure. guy in Barbie. Yeah, do you? That you're, is, is your role model. absolute classic. The fucking guy yeah. in Aqua who goes, let's go party. And you're a role model to him, are you? I'm, I'm a role model to him. No, he's a role model to you. Let's go party. Anyone who says, let's go party. Yeah? You know, come on. Yeah, but you're the kind of person who goes, I can't be. Fact, <laughs> that's you. I think you've done the voice a number of times, Paul. No one likes it. Everyone likes noodles, and no one wants to hear you do an impression of me. And you don't get the soundboard out. I'm gonna. This do... is where you'd get the fucking soundboard board, out, and everyone would hate it, and we're gonna lose subscribers because of it. So. Give me a fucking score for no, this. You haven't fucking... told me anything about this. What what's your mood? Do you like listening to it? When do you listen to it? Have you played it live? Do you teach no. yourself when you get to the fucking But B-side? I am into this weird obscure disco. Yeah. Like the out of reaches. And this really falls into this. It's a bit of an oddity. If someone like that, where would they go next? Where would you point? Well me? it's kind of Space Disco is very similar to a band called Space, yeah. Who had a not big... the Scouse band in the nineties no, space? A different one. Okay. Uh, which is a disco band from the seventies. Yes. Uh, space with Magic Fly was their famous one. Uh, very nice. Mm. Very good. And the jump, flight the jumping bean, just strange. Well, I've not minute. heard it because you sprung that on me, so I won't be able to hear it until I oh, edit it in fucking later. Professional, so and here's, I've got two options. I'm going to give you two responses. Here's my first. I really like that actually. I was surprised. I thought judging by the first side, it's going to be very similar, but actually, it's musically different enough for me to enjoy. And there's some interesting parts there that kept me amused right till the end. But that's take one. Take two. Didn't really like that one as much. Nah, not really my thing. It was a bit too weird. I thought. I thought the first side was a bit more classical, a bit more fine, but the second, uh, just a bit too odd, a bit too desperate to please. Uh, I'm going to give side A uh, three three platters, and side B, I'm going to give two platter, one platter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay then. Well, that's large platters, everybody. What a load of shit. It's uh, the fucking price of shite. It's the fucking price of shite. It's the fucking price of shite. Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. And that's right! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to one of the most popular segments of Cheap Show. It's called The Price of Shite. The game where I simply, or Eli simply, buys a few items and you have to guess the price of shite. guess the price. It's that simple. I can't believe it. Now, it's my turn this week. To um, deliver some price of shite to you. Drop off the shite. And I'm reasonably impressed by what I've gotten. <laughs> good good language. Yeah. I've gotten. I, of what I have got. <laughs> All right. I am happy with what I have got. Okay. All right. And um, yeah, we're going to keep the roll laws. 25p under or over gets you one point. Yes. On the nose, two points. Two points. And if you get anything further out than that, then I give you some Dick Titty action. (laughs) (laughs) You're making it the title, aren't you? No, No, I'm not going to. No, no. I'm definitely going to call this episode (laughs) Dick Titty. Right, are you ready? I'm ready for the price of shite. I bought all of these um, in North Finchley in London. And all charity shop items? Yeah, all charity shop items. One is a charity items. shop called RFFR. I don't know what it was, but it's a registered charity. Yes. And the other, I believe, oh, I might be wrong, I think the other was a Bernardo's, I think. And what's the, uh, not having visited North Finchley. Good what, stock. What's the uh, charity shop scene up, so? up there? quite uh, a scene up there. Especially as, as you come off Ballard Road in North London, just the, the whole, you know, kind of North Finchley area. Interesting selection. The RFFR, if I've gotten that right, charity shop, was like Aladdin's cave. You went in, it was two dusty old shops next door to each other. One had clothes and board games. No, one had clothes and bits of bric-a-brac. The other one was literally like a bric-a-brac shop. Oh, shelves full of board games and toys and cutlery and glassware yeah. and bowls and gadgets and toys and records and... She said toys. And videos. Did I say that, Mr. Dickhead? <laughs> Whoa! I'm sorry I said that no one liked you, Paul, okay? be really defensive now. <laughs> all right. I know people don't like me as much as you. I get that. Well, I'm I not, get it. I, I can only be me. And if people can't take me for me. Go fuck themselves. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I'm going to kill myself. But all no, right, well, don't, don't do you don't one. kill yourself, no. they can go fuck themselves. They can, they can go and take their issues and put them on a posting board of their choice. <laughs> and you and will read to, it <laughs> And talk to like minded <laughs> cretins about oh, 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 how. What, what have they done? What have they done, eh? Hey? They, <laughs> they, they certainly haven't done a podcast about nonsense in the no. fucking sweaty little box room. Let's just do this fucking show. Right, here we go. So, the first item, I'm going to keep simple, just to break you in. I'm not too impressed with it, but I liked it. So, here's your first item. Are you okay? ready? You're going to break me in? you got to close your this? eyes, or should I just give you it? Just, just hand it to All me. right, here we go. Item number one. It's say a what snow globe. Say what you see. It's a snow globe of the Taj Mahal. I thought it was the Taj Mahal. Is it the I wasn't Taj Mahal sure. or is it the Kremlin or something? I don't, I don't know. I thought it was the Taj Mahal, but it could have been now, the Victoria Palace in Brighton. I'm then? noticing some stuff about this. Yeah. It's only half full of water. That's what time does to it. Water can't exist like that forever. It what will happens? evaporate. It's a little greenhouse. Of course the water's going to evaporate. Where to though, Paul? Oh, that's a very good question. So there must be a leak, because otherwise it'd just be condensation. Yeah, would that's right. That's right. If it's perfectly sealed, then the water shouldn't. Well, it looks like it has just been filled to that level. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, there's looking no at snow here, in it? That's the other thing I was going to say. There does not seem to be any snow. Now there are some things in the water. It looks like glitter, so they've gone for a glitter effect, but it really doesn't work. Do you think maybe what's happened is it once had lots of glitter in? And it was full of water, and either someone dropped it or broke it, and it's then like they filled it up it. with water. Could have, could tap water. Yes, could have been, but as it is, it's like a, a, a quite an ornate, four-pillared, squared building with a. It, it almost looks Islamic, yes, or um, something like that, like a mosque it's, or a. It's a, got a Middle chelsea, Eastern design to it. It certainly has a Middle Eastern flavor to it, or certainly maybe even Indian. I, we couldn't tell. It's one of those. Uh, it's got minarets. It's got four minarets on all the corners. I quite like I quite like it, actually, yeah. I have to say. If it was full, it looks like it's like the day after tomorrow. It's like poking up out of the water. So yeah. it looks like a, the sunken, lost city of al Kabazbad. al I like that. That's a great name for a film. Uh, no snow in it. No but snow. But you wouldn't really expect a building like that uh, to be situated in a place with lots of snow, would you? Not really. Or underwater, let's or be honest. You know. And also, the globe itself has a sort of flattened... Front. Front. Uh, which I don't looks know like it might anything. have had a sticker on it at one point as well. Really? This is not an think... original item in its original t- state. Is this the equivalent of buying a car from a used it's car It's a product dealership? of India. And then found that Taj. It's, it it's, is the Taj go. fucking Mahal. Well, we well don't out. we look like a pair of fucking chump does? Well, you. I did very little what? explaining. What? You, what? you didn't know it was the Taj Mahal, did you? I think one of the first things I said was, I think it's the Taj Mahal. I said that as well. Not as fast as, as quickly as I did. Right, it is the watch... Taj Mahal, everybody. And it was... It was made in India. Say it again. The Taj Mahal, everybody. Say, Paul, you were right and I was wrong. Paul, you're always right and I was wrong. And I would be barely existing in this world without your efforts, your sterling efforts. Everyone loves you, especially when you do things with soundboards. I don't believe that was a genuine comment. (laughs) All right. right, So, I have to guess the price of this. Yes. This is a charity shop item. (laughs) I do know the price of these, by the way. I have remembered that information. Eli, what do you think it is? 50p. 50p. Okay, for the globe. I'm not going to call it a snow globe. I'm just going to call it a globe. Taj Mahal globe. Taj Mahal globe. Yeah, that's what you said. Right, okay, 50p. What would you rate that in terms of shite? I I like it. I I like a bit of architectural. I like unusual snow globes. Okay. Uh, People do collect them, don't they? They do. I was a big fan of them. But I can't afford them. Where would I put them? Where yeah, and they all them? get all manky and they all get... Uh, all huge, spermy. All spermy and manky. And uh, often you see them then they're half empty like this. Yeah. So there must be some issue with evaporation, you're right. There must be. But if they If they sealed them correctly... There must be ways of conserving them that the, the real escape. collectors are into. There must be a way. It's like people who collect beer cans and they want to keep the ring pull on, so they just make a little incision at the bottom of the can with a pin or no, something what they do? and drain it out so it keeps the top sealed. So, it, it, Do they drink the beer? I believe they. Some might. Do they I, get drunk? I, some might.
1: I do. Look I'm, I'm not
0: here. Okay, my collection of beer cans. I'm yes, the most well, success. successful man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, so 80, you said 50 pieces Oh, 80, okay. did you say? No, yeah. I definitely oh, said. Oh, so you're 50 giving picks. away some shit there, are there you? Maybe, shut up. You said 50, it's locked in. It is locked in. Here is can item. I just change that to 55? No, no, you can't, you prick. <laughs> right, here's item number two, and it's a two part item. Well. All right, I'm excited. Let me just double-check. There's nothing... Right, here we go. What do you make of these? Oh, yeah. What do now, you make? Now, what we're seeing here, ladies and gentlemen, it is a pair of Cadbury's Cream and Egg branded egg cups. Yes. Uh, they're quite large for egg cups, but they are more bulbous around the middle than the <laughs> opening at the top. Which, well, you could fit an egg in there, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? I'm being rude. Oh. <laughs> you said bulbous. <laughs> and head. So, yeah. They are you could actually put a Cadbury's cream egg in one of these. Maybe it's for Cadbury's cream eggs. I suppose it is, isn't it, really? We just don't know. I mean even we even we couldn't figure that out now because cream eggs are much more than they used to be in the seventies when I think these eggs were made. Oh, you think these are authentic seventies ones? They've got to be. Look at the wrapping. The wrapping is so seventies. It's different. Is that the different? logo? Is that different to how they um... Yeah. Look, it's red, green and blue. Okay, so I this mean, could be I mean, a vintage. I'm, I'm happy to be wrong, but these look They've got to be at least 80s, 1980s, These, this design. Could be a vintage item. If anyone's uh, listening to this podcast and you want to go to our website and have a look at these eggs and maybe have a guess themselves. The egg holders. The egg cups. Then please do comment. It'd be on our website. Okay. They're lovely, aren't they, though? I like them. Nice. Very kitsch value. Mm. Uh, I can see why you've noticed those. um uh... Good, I like no, branded gimmicky stuff. Ceramic, ceramic egg cups branded with the Cadbury's mm-hmm. cream eggs. No. And what is there? There's always a controversy every year with fucking Cadbury's cream eggs, isn't there? What and what? Like s- Some are going. They changed it. Oh, they changed well, the size. Oh, they, they did. They first of all, they changed how many you used to get in a box because you used to get six in a box, like you know eggs, like and an then egg they've box. changed it now, so you only get five. But it comes it in a long. Look like row. A, that doesn't look like no, an egg box. No, it doesn't. That takes the joke away. Also, since the company was bought by Kraft, I believe they changed the chocolate recipe, so that doesn't taste. quite the same nice, nice, yeah. and the size has changed as well they've got smaller yeah like most things in life bars yeah. bars snickers frazzles curly whirlies cream eggs Ooh. bags of crisps see now i'd be interested to know we were talking about the origins of chocolate whether cadbury's cream egg came out in the 30s as well shall we do the internet do the thing? do the, do the uh, yeah. internet thing okay google when was cadbury cream egg invented
1: According to Wikipedia, while filled eggs were first manufactured by the Cadbury Brothers in 1923, the cream egg in its current form was introduced in 1963.
0: And they were, by then it was sold as Fry's cream egg. So it, was oh, Fry's it's, it had different brands. And then in 1971, it became Cadbury's cream egg. And it also another item that is pretending to be an egg, just like the record we had earlier. It's an egg-themed show. It's an egg. It's an egg-based show. Bum egg. Contribution, (laughs) bum eggs and dick titties, (laughs) Ah, mate. That's like a beautiful South song that they uh, did put on the album. Bum eggs and dick titties. Anyway, I I was going to try and do an impression of Beautiful South, and then I realised I can't really do it. I need a little bum egg. I need a little bum egg. Okay, so in the grave now. These are quite nice. They, they are, and they're, they're in not, good condition. They're very good condition. There's no chipping. A bit of wearing around the rim where the egg would sit, or maybe that's just how the glazing's happened. The glaze is just thinner there, and yeah, they're good. In good nick. I wish there was more information on them, like a, a date or a time or a And I'd say print. that they are £2, that you paid maybe £2 for those. Each or both together? Both together, £2. Because I'm looking at it, I'm thinking someone probably goes, oh, they're, you know, They're t-, I'd say 2 quid for those. Uh, because I just want to mention, I picked up the other day... um yeah. My uh, ghost, uh, what they're called? Pac Man. Oh, Pac Man Ghosts. Pac Man Ghosts. Salt, sh- sh- salt and pepper. Shakers. Yeah. Which are much more recent item, because they've got like a website on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, obviously, some kind of. Uh, Namco probably made them an association they are, ba- with Ban- Ban- Band Bandai Namco made there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, those were £2. And oh, they're both ceramic items, and they're a similar size to these. So I'm going off that, basically. Okay, all right, oh, fair enough. Okay. okay, good. So I've written down £2. Here is your last one. Now, this is the one I was looking forward to, not because I think it's particularly clever, but what I found inside surprised me. And I bought it with it anyway, because I really kind of wanted that. But thankfully, basically, what I'm saying is what I've bought is it, equivalent to buying a porn mag and hiding it in the Daily Mirror yeah. to buy it. You know what I mean? There's something something snipped in, did it? Yes, this is always exciting when you find a mystery item in in an item that you thought you were buying another item. Yeah. And inside that item is an even more special item, Poor. I'm not going to say special. Spe- no? You know, it's like amazing, it's, but in a kind of... Ha, 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 ha. All right, right here I'm we go. You built it Tell up. me what you see at first. This is a copy of Fat Boys' The Twist with stupid deaf vocals by Chubby Checker. Come fa- on, everybody. Come this on is like me. a novelty rap record. Yeah. Uh, the Fat Boys it was a big hit, wasn't it? Let's play a little bit of that right now. Twist! That's that. Do you remember the Fat Boys had some like a really depressing record about like falling asleep in an all you can eat buffet and like oh beef fat tea. it's bad for me yeah. I'm gonna die uh, of dysentery yeah. or something. Did, do you remember that? No. It was like really really depressing. Like I fell asleep in a pizza and like I'm fat. It was it was strange. <laughs> God, that's, like that's one of their B sides. Yeah. So on the back. On the back, you have how to do the twist. Mm. The twist, obviously... No, What didn't they have Wipeout? Didn't they do that as well? No, I think whoever did Wipeout... That was the Fat Boys, wasn't it? Was it? it yeah, It might have been. The twist, obviously, is a tune by Chubby Checker from the 1950s yeah. that they've just repurposed as a kind of novelty rap record. Uh, big at the time. I remember it was being big at the time. Now, your preamble has led me to believe that this isn't all that meets the eye. No, there is something in there, which so, is I'm a bit gonna, of an Easter egg, you could argue. Yeah, I'm going to look inside... There's two records. There is the fa- a copy of the Fat Boys. In good nick. Very good nick. but And it's also got a 45 RPM adapter in it. Which is good for you. You like them? I like those. I'll just click that Good. And <laughs> uh, there's another record in there. And what is it? Tell me what... T- read what you see. Stylophone by Dub So a stylophone, for people who don't know, is that little kind of keyboardy thing. You use a little metal conductor to make kind of um, vibraphone sounds with. But that's not all, is it, Eli? What else is on that record? Side one. Rolf Harris. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Star of my Hunger Games style death match. Yeah. Introduces the revolutionary stylophone. With the exception of rhythm, guitar and bass accompaniment, all sounds on this record are produced entirely by the stylophone. And a child molester. (laughs) (laughs) And on side two, Rolf Harris, again. It's the same on both sides, I think. And stylophone... Uh, two hundred forty nine to two hundred eighty nine Cricklewood Broadway. It has the uh, address of the Debray manufacturers. Yeah, um, grew up round there. Did you? Yeah, you were home near the birth of the xylophone. Yes, <laughs> should we have a listen to it? And uh, the funny thing, Okay. Oh, yeah. let's have a listen. What? Say the funny thing is. We were going to pick this up, weren't we? And we thought it was a bit too child molesty to put on the show. But did we it's... find that once before? We were well, the other day when we were looking for items up in Crouch End. I thought that was Noel Edmonds. We found a video of a uh, vinyl. Of. No, we found this. Don't you remember? It was a flexi, though. Oh, it was Flexi. This on Flexi. So this record has found us. I found us. so many Flexi discs while we were about. Some we had some really interesting stuff on, but I couldn't buy them because there was a folder or a kink and they're just yeah. unplayable once you get a little notch in it. We, we should do a Flexi special. Because special, be I picked nice. up that other one with engine noises directed uh, described by Charles Murray. What's it called, Charles Murray? Uh, Walker, Murray Walker. Murray Walker. And you won't believe the sound <laughs> of this truck. Yeah, basically, it's a, it's a quite detailed Very. breakdown of all sorts of engine trouble on a so, uh, Flexi. So without any further ado, should we go and listen to this? Let's go let's listen what, to this. All right, let's
1: go. Hello again. You know, the ideal way to get the most enjoyment out of a stylophone is to play along with records. And for this purpose, we've produced a great selection of special play-along records and tune books. Like, uh, for example, Christmas carols and traditional tunes... And there's a special Glenn Miller album with all his favorites. Uh, tunes like Moonlight Serenade, Pennsylvania 6500, oh, 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 remember that one? Chattanooga Choo Choo, At Last. All fantastic stuff. And there's a Latin American album with uh, lovely tunes like uh, Laura and How About You and Brazil. Oh, La make me want to get up and dance. Relax, Ralph. <coughs> Don't get carried away now. Oh, <laughs> Settle down. Seriously though. Let's play along with the track from book number one. This is a lovely traditional tune called Coming Through the Rye. I've just slipped the record on the record player. That's it. Wait for the tuning signal to see that the stylophone is in tune with the record. Oh yeah. Oh I forgot to mention that. You can tune your stylophone up or down to match any other instrument or record player simply by turning a little control knob. Oops. Here's the signal. Now The stylophone, you look for the key marked A, and you play that, and it's, oh, you see now it's slightly out of tune, so I'll just hold that note on there, and I'll turn the knob at the back, and just move the stylophone note into tune with the one on the record. There you go, and we're in tune. Now, just wait for the introduction, and away we go.
0: So, Rolf obviously has a much more um, colourful history now because of what's happened to him with the whole Operation Tree, Jimmy Savile fallout. Yes, BBC he's a celebrity. child molester. So yes, let, not let's nice. not make funny about, let's not make fun of that because I think I did sterling work with my Gary Glitter, Rolf Harris death match. Yes, which I think is, as the history books will show, classic bit of satire. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's just weird because they generally thought at the time stella was to be the next big musical instrument. That would, you know, all the kids would start playing in schools and start making bands about. I guess, yeah, but it's just too limited, isn't it? Really, you say that, but have you ever heard of bread Domino? No, what's bread Domino? Brent Domino, Brent Domino. What's bread Domino's? It's like dominoes. Well, bread Domino. Stop Tows, saying bread d- Domino. That'd be good. Bread Domino would be good. You could ha- have a game, have a snack, eat some jam, or or maybe little Domino-shaped breads. Th- that's what I'm talking about. Well, you should have made that more explicit then, shouldn't you? <laughs> of course that's what I'm talking... What else was... You, it? What did you, you think I was talking about? You cloth-eared fucking nincompoop. I'm not cloth-eared. Yes, you are. You never listen to people. You never listen to people. You're just thinking there, going, when is it my turn to speak? Now! You're can kind You're of... There has to be... Yeah? A ban... Oh. There, there's going to be complaints On now. Paul's Eli voice. Well, maybe you should do a better Paul Scouse voice then. And maybe... well, they're full, they're, they're full Scouse voice then? That's not a very good Scouse voice. No, it's it. not. Mine Anyway. Anyone thought it was going to be the next big thing, so obviously Ralph Harris, because at the time he was known for his didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. His didgeridoo and his he was, wobble board. He was his wobble it. Board. <laughs> God, it just, yeah. It's... What is it about those celebrities that have led themselves, because of their crimes, to just being, everything is now retroactively awful and yeah, creepy. Yeah, I know. It's just one of those things, isn't it? It's I like mean... Jimmy Savile, when he was like still a kind of cuddly old... Staff Dodger from the old bygone days of Radio One, when he said, "How's about that then?" And oh, 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 you think, "Oh," and now but you just now, think that's horrifying. That's terrifying. If yeah. you were at night in your room, maybe in a hospital ward, and uh, if the I- lights were all off, and in the middle of the night, you heard, "Oh,", oh, oh, oh <laughs> God. I was about what? No, d- you oh. would be scared out. Of- It'd be. It was like it would have been like a Slender Man. It would have been the It Clown. It yeah. would have been a nightmare fuel to some. It is. Rolf Harris is a big proponent of weird musical instruments, and so that's why he was, they got He him. was known for introducing instruments to children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh. This is shameful. We're really... We should not be in the top 50. We, <laughs> we don't deserve it. We do not we deserve, deserve it. We deserve spanking. Mm. So, yeah, and so he's introducing... I uh, might call this episode Rolf Harris's Dick Titty. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed. Um, no. Um... So he's introducing on that record he's introducing the, the marvelous world to, to the marvelous world of the stylophone. Well, it was a little bit later on that upside B where he goes and you can play along to learn how to play. You can play along to a record that you recognize. Yeah. And so you get this horrible sensation of this very particular 70 sound of stylophone over kind of classical music. Yes. And it sounds like that kind of end of a pier, British yes. holiday haunted that's, Seaside Resort yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's got yeah. that weird kind of you go into a ballroom and all oh, that is playing and there's no one dancing. Yeah. And there's like, one guy with a fag and drinking beer and out of a And there's someone an in the standing in the corner and you can't see their face. You can't quite see what he's doing. Yeah. And like the people behind the bar are all smoking and looking yeah. disenfranchised. And it's just that... that depressing. It is that in a word. It's got that sound. Eerie and depressing. Yeah. So um, anyway. But you found that. So you got two for the price of one because that Rolf Harris Stylophone introduction record, again... Clogging up the charity shops of really this is. fair nation. Lots of Gary Glitter songs all of a sudden appearing in charity shops. Yes, everyone wants to donate them. Who's going to buy them? No one. No one. We've got a Gary Glitter blockage. <laughs> glut. The a glut, glut of, of glitter. Of, a glut of glitter. Right. Uh, so, how much do you think that vinyl cost me? Now, see, I know something of this now. So, generally, yeah. Charity shops. Mm. Price vinyl, seven-inch singles. Yeah ranging from about 25p up to a pound okay but now that the vinyl sort of people have realized more about the actual value of vinyl there are more compared vinyl to collectors a few years now ago yeah. yeah they do tend to price them up a bit more okay uh, which is one of my bugbears Paul. Mm. you know when you go and you see a very tatty old lp perhaps <laughs> the beatles on, do and your they've sound. looked do you sound that's the one they've done yeah. they've done um, you know, they've just looked at the price, but they haven't taken into consideration the condition, which yeah. affects the price so much. And Although so the condition of that record was not too bad. And the Rolf House one, crumply crinkly, which we apologize for because cr- cr- cra- we've crackly. crackly that's the <laughs> So we've had to record the crankly version we've got. Yeah. So I apologise for not having a crystal clean quality version of it. But okay. with all that in mind, how much do you think it's gonna kind of cost uh, it's still quite it suburban you? where you bought it, so I think they could be on the Play this safe. So 50p. Even if it's 25p, I still got the point for being close if it's 25p. 50. P. Okay. With that in mind, let's now find out just exactly what was the price of, of, that that shite. Shite. of that shite. Of that shite. Of that shite. So, first of all, we started with the, the... Taj Mahal snow globe. So Glitter globe. Long, some, so long ago, you said 80p. No, you said 50p. It was 80. It, it was 80 <laughs> Oh, God, it was so 80. So, you were out by 30p there, unfortunately, so no point. <sighs> uh now for the eggs you said 2 pounds for them both now this is where you get upset slightly because they were a pound each but when i bought them oh, she t- went how about 2 for 150 and i was like all right so i paid 1 pound 50 for those eggs <sighs> so oh, come so on 50p out there again so unfortunately let's you're... go back to 50p out oh is this- that interesting When you made a big fuss about the point system in the first place, everyone gets a fucking point. What's the fucking point? Uh, uh, You need to change it. It doesn't make sense, Paul. Why are you so bad at making games, Paul? Why are your rules so shit, Paul? You know what, Just 25p. 25p. Will you agree with me on that? Pretty soon, Paul. I'll agree with you on that. Pretty simple. You're just gonna be able to do this podcast by yourself, aren't you? You just do you've got a little me living inside you. Nothing is scarier, generally, than the idea of me sitting in a dark room going, Hello, welcome to the cheap show. <laughs> <laughs> How's Eli doing? Ah well I would DJ came up to me. And I said, Get the fuck out. Get fucked out. I don't have it. Get out have it. But I'd still want payment. In some kind for using my image. Using your likeness. Yes. vocal likeness. Okay, so, so I, d- I didn't score there either. No, um, and yet, if you kept to my scoring system, you'd be two points clear there. Yeah, well, I've got to so accept it. I've made my you, bed. I you have made divine. that bed. You forced me to get in that I, bed I with you. ever and made my my bed. And now we're both cuddling so in see. that bed. And now you want me out of the bed. I want you out. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can't. You made the rules. Get out of my bed! I'm in your bed. Forever. Get out. Right, so last thing is the vinyl. You said 50p on that. Now, the price was £1. £1 on all the vinyl. I was going to haggle the cost, but it's also where I got these the eggs from. And so she, she gave you a deal discount on, on the eggs, didn't so she? So yeah. I kind of didn't want to argue the point with the thing because I kind of felt like I was getting a good deal overall. Okay. So, so you were, again, 50p out. You could have been three points up at the end of that. All game. three items were more expensive than I thought. Yeah. No, more apart more. from the actually, the egg cups were less expensive. Yeah. So. No points. Let's 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 just rack up uh, the information we built throughout the show. Uh, one is you're not very good at guessing off-brand stuff anymore. You've lost your tip. You know you've I've not... lost my tip. <laughs> <laughs> you've lost your skill at being able to <laughs> shut up. I've lost my tip. <laughs> um, I'll cut your tip off. Uh, also, we found out that um, you're not very good at pricing things anymore. You seem to have lost that magic there. Is it about time, Eli, to admit to me and the podcast? Listening audience, you've lost it, mate. I have. You've lost it. You've become a parody of what people. I know can't you do it for. anymore. I can't produce the you goods are... anymore, Paul. You, you are. I don't know what to say to you. I, I don't know. I've... You have to come up with something. I, could I say something about shitting myself here? Would that help? With Let me have thing. I think if you did a rant that involved you showing your willy or your bottom. Right, I'm getting out of the crow's beak. Oh, oh I'm getting out of my bottom. I've shat on something. I'm angry. You're a dick. Something like that. Yeah, that'll be. that's fine. Isn't it sad that we can now reduce this podcast down to these moments? Well, this is what this podcast has become. It's become a show where it's like, oh, shat the bed. Oh, frothy cock. Oh, knob gag. Oh, Jimmy Savile. We should be ashamed <sighs> of ourselves. We so should. I think we've reached a point here, Paul. Have we? A point of no return. We've become. This is what happens when you get 50 episodes of anything. Yeah. You know? It's just become reductive. Recursive nonsense. Right. Is this the end of the show for today? Do you want to touch my winky? No, I do not want to touch your winky. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. What if? Even if the house was on fire and your winky was the button to (laughs) to start the the sprinklers. Right. (laughs) So you would rather... Something burned. I'd rather burn alive than touch your winky to put the sprinklers on. What if, um, you were in, you were drowning, right, in the water, and, and your and winky, I came... your balls were full of oxygen. My winky was full of oxygen, and you could breathe on the water and rescue yourself. No, would not do it. You would not. Suck I would die. I chowed just for oxygen. I'm sitting there like a merman, going. Well, perhaps lick my love stick. It would destroy, physically destroy your nuts to have them pumped full of oxygen. So that would be enjoyable. I'd give it for you. You'd do that. I'd save your life. You'd destroy your whole nutsack. I'd give up my nuts for you, mate. They're barren anyway. And that's Cheap Show, everybody. And that's Cheap Show for another episode. Thank you for listening. If you want to support our podcast, you can. You can donate anything from a dollar to a $1,000 million by going to patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show. No matter how much you donate, we really appreciate it. Thank you. It helps keep this stupid show running. Thank you. And there are all sorts of rewards. There are different levels of giving. Special podcasts. Special podcasts, exclusive content. Uh, we were going to mention the T-shirt thing, weren't we? Paul? Oh yeah, we're thinking about doing T-shirts. There's a website I've yet to do research on that you give them the logo, and then you get the T-shirts directly from them. So theoretically, they make the T-shirt, send them out, get the money. We get a little cut of that, I think, something like that. We might look into that. And get some cheap shirt, cheap show shirt logos printed. Well said. And like most things that we do on Cheap Show, it will happen a year from now. Okay. So that's a thought. Um, what else? Follow us on Twitter at the Cheap Show Pod. Follow me at Paul Gannon Show. Follow Eli. At Eli Snoid. That's E L I S N O I D. And this episode had its own dedicated page on our website, thecheepshow.co.uk. Look for episode 49, and you can see pictures and videos that accompany this episode. You'll see what we ate and listen to what we listened to. And what I... we listened to, what we listened to. Yes, because like we didn't only play the short clip of the songs. If you want to hear the whole song, go to our website. I've lost Don't my Don't shake your <laughs> fucking head! I've lost my tip. I was doing a really good way to signing off then, and you had to cut no, in. You, put... you had to cut in with your little fucking All thing. Right. So, thank you, everybody. it? yeah. What about your big sign off? Want to give us one of your witty sign offs? Uh, well, it's funny you should say that, Paul, because I was in a restaurant the other day. Where? Yeah. I was having a tomato. Yeah. And the person I was eating with said, yeah. "I've got cancer." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the holy shit? And I was like, that's sad. This tomato's nice. <laughs> God almighty. Oh my. Right, right goodbye. Bye. We'll see you in episode 50, which will be our 50th special episode. I don't think we should do it. We haven't earned the right to we do it. We've earned the right. Goodbye, everybody. I've been Paul Gannon. And I'm Eli Silverman. Thank and you. this is Cheap Show, where we are on fleek for cheap. you meant to join in. Just do it, count it, count it in We're on fleek For For cheap. cheap